Locations throughout Clare are being transformed into 1940s Germany, all for the filming of a major feature film which is set during World War II. God Spy tells the story of Dietrich Bonhoeffer, the legendary German theologian turned spy who helped to save countless Jewish lives during the Second World War. Filming on the movie, which is being directed by the prolific screenwriter, producer and novelist Todd Komarnici, is taking place in Clare, Limerick and Tipperary. And to find out more about it, we are joined by the producer of the movie, Marco Sullivan, and Sean Flynn, who's a Head of Locations. And guys, thanks very much for joining me. More than welcome, Alan. Good to talk to you. You're welcome. Nice to be here. Uh, Mark, can you tell us a bit more about the story of God's Spy and in particular uh, Dietrich Bonhoeffer, who sounds a bit like an Oscar Schindler type? Or would that be too simplistic to describe him as such? Um, I don't think so. I think, you know, well, I would say that, you know, Dietrich, uh, you know, came out from a different angle. I mean, he listened, he was a pastor. Um, who eventually um, fought against uh, the German church, who who sided with Hitler um, in the in the late thirties, uh, going into the forties. Um, he was prolific in terms of a theologian, a writer, and and also fighting against uh, the tyranny of Hitler, um, and and ultimately pay the ultimate. He paid the ultimate price. Um, he lost his life, sadly. Um, but yeah, he effectively was the only one that would stand up against uh, the the church. And he was also probably one of the first people to travel abroad, especially to England, to meet uh, uh, Winston Churchill, to alert him to the fact that that the Nazis were uh, beginning to intern uh, the Jewish community um, and, and to exterminate them effectively. And unfortunately, he really wasn't taken that seriously to begin with. Um, and uh, of course, countless lives were lost because of it. He seems like such an incredible individual and somebody who at the very least deserves to have a movie made about his life to bring his story to the attention of people who may not be aware of him because to to stand up to a dictator and his own church who had fallen under the spell of that dictator just shows the bravery of the man. Absolutely. Um, You know, he he and a small group uh, of of, uh, other theologians you know, went underground and, um, you know, put all their lives at, at risk and, and a lot of them lost their lives. Um, you know, in fact, his his statue um, is erected next to Martin Luther King um, outside Westminster Abbey uh, in London, which is testament to what he's what he what he what he did, really. And, and as I said, he paid the ultimate price, um, you know, very incredible, you know, very interesting guy, um, <clears throat> you know, has countless, I mean, countless millions have, have read his work, um, you know, back in the day, but also today he's 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 still studied, um, you know, a lot of the Lutheran or Protestant community that I know um, certainly know who he is. He wouldn't necessarily be well known, I suppose, in the Catholic community. Um, but yeah, he was an incredible guy and, and certainly uh um, it's an amazing story, I have to say. It really is. And it's the first, when I first got the script, I didn't really know of him at all. I kind of heard of him, but I didn't really know him. Yeah. Um, but, you know, since I read, read quite a bit. Todd Komarnicki, who directs this and uh, has a, a pretty impressive CV himself, why did he want to make this movie uh, about Dietrich Bonhoeffer? Well, you know, I think, you know, he was approached by uh, the original producers, um, who who are you know you know um, very interested in this in this character, um, and I think he just he he you know he drilled down into it and became more and more interested. Read a lot of material and thought you know this was a story that was worth telling. Um, he's also a very spiritual um, guy himself, um, and you know yeah, I think the more he got into it, the more he he felt he you know resonated with him. Um, and certainly the first script 
that I read in quite a long time that when I read it, it felt that, you know, it was, it was on point, um, <laughs> you know, as a developing, developing producer, I would tend to go back and, you know, work with a writer or whatever and rewrite stuff. This was actually so on point. I felt there was nothing to, to change. And we, we went to finance and started uh, prep, I think a month after we got it. The film itself, Mark, is a, it's an Irish-Belgian co-production based at Innovate Limerick Engine in Limerick. How, how has the production gone? You know, is this mostly shot in Belgium, some of it in Ireland or vice versa? Or how has it worked? Yeah, so we, we ended up doing a European co-production with Belgium. Um, and I think we shot 31 days in Belgium and we've shot about 13 in the end here. Um, so it's a balance, you know, as a European production, you have to shoot in two countries. Um, Ireland was, was a country that we were looking at initially um, from the get-go with respect to the landscapes and what we needed in the script. There's a bus journey that, that, that goes throughout the movie where, in fact, the, you know, Bonhoeffer and his fellows, uh, his friends are traveling, unfortunately, to their execution. Um, <clears throat> but the landscape here really lent itself uh, uh, very well to to the film, especially the Burren, which I know we're going to talk about it with Sean in a second. But you know, all around Clare, the landscape is so wild and 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 amazing that we just felt that it gave this kind of isolation, desolation feel uh, to that part of the movie that we needed. So we felt that Ireland was a really good place to do it. Uh, Sean, you this is where you come in as, as head of locations. Just how much work comes under your brief in terms of, you know, decision-making around the locations and, and, I guess, suggesting why they would be ideal for certain parts of the movie or certain scenes in the movie? Yeah, well, uh, well, my relationship with Todd started back in late August when they started discussing about what elements of the film they'd like to shoot in Ireland. So it, it kind of starts from a nucleus there where we we work out what what he needs um, it's always a game of trying to to figure out what is in a director's head and trying to get the closest thing to it, you know. So we're very fortunate that um, the the Midwest region, kind of Limerick and Clare and Tip and Munster as a whole, has started to develop over the last few years. And we're, we've got enough, we've, our, our database of locations and our ability to service them has kind of increased hugely. So when Todd approached me and go, do, do we think we could do this? I was pretty confident that we could. And um, we're lucky that we had our, our, our basically the opening and end scenes of this film are, uh, are both shot in Clare. So we, uh, as uh, Mark was saying, our our journey starts with our with our bus approaching a uh, a bombed out bridge, and we got to shoot that in O'Brien's Bridge on land owned by uh, Limerick Regatta and St Michael's Rowing Club, and we had great support from Clare, from the engineers in East. Clare County Council for that. Um, our finish of the movie is happening in Kinturk in um, in uh, in West Clare, not too far from uh, the villages of Conley and Kilmaley, who've been hugely supportive. So we've we've kind of got East Clare, West Clare. Uh, we've shot in the burn. Um, we're going back to the burn for more drone footage, and uh, and we've also shot in Fenor Beach. So so we're we're really good. Like the, traditionally, a lot of these films would have been uh, maybe shot in the East Coast, um, but there's been a huge push by the, uh, the film in Limerick, which yeah. looks after all of filming in the Midwest, including kind of Clare, Tipperary, 
Um, and we've got a lot of support from Screen Ireland. Um, the addition of Troy Studios in Limerick has kind of really opened up uh, the West. We've uh, an ever-expanding crew base, which is of huge importance to have the, the local skill set and the local knowledge here in the region. It makes it a lot more um, a lot more attractive prospect to international productions coming here when they know that we have uh, a, a good and highly skilled workforce that can uh, can do it. And yeah, that's been great. Yeah. I have to say, the support locally has been amazing. You know, I have to say, you know, look, we, you know, we could have shot this as you say on the east coast, but we felt that you know, film Limerick and and also just the local support um, from councils made it really really easy for us to get uh, permissions to shoot. A lot of freedom that you wouldn't necessarily get on the East Coast. Um, you know, Paul has been amazing down here. Um, he's sitting next to me. Mm. <laughs> I'm not saying that because he's here. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> you know, it's been really, really great. And hiring a lot of the local kind of trainees, and, which is something that's really important, you know, in this business that we that we bring up the next generation. You know, I was one, one of those myself yeah. once, as we all were. So, yeah, everybody's been great. Um, I met all the councillors last week, didn't we, um, mm. from the various various counties so it's been really really great we've had a great time everybody's been very welcoming <clears throat> you know hotels to to infrastructure to you name it it's been it's been really great like like mark was saying like you know we've all been trainees at uh, at different stages and i would have had to to cut my teeth up on the east coast and been able to see the uh the kind of the next generation being able to to not necessarily leave home and have to move to dublin is uh is for me a huge huge part of it, it means that creative people can you know because not everybody can just you know leave they've got responsibilities at home they might love to be at home so people being able to work in a creative industry and uh and remain in their towns and villages and communities is a huge one so we've we've got i'm I'm very fortunate and you know it's a pleasure to come back i have to say i mean i've only shot two movies in ireland so far but i'm already thinking about another one Mm. i mean i had to go to london to get a job to start mm. this whole process and unfortunately, you know, well, fortunately, unfortunately, that has become my home now. But mm. it's so nice to be able to return to, to Ireland and bring bring a movie, certainly of this size um, and stature, um, over here to yeah. work locally. It's so nice to be home. Yeah, and, and we're get it, get yeah, yeah. and we're we're really grateful for Mark and Todd for for picking the West and for giving us a shot. You know, and uh, it's been it's been a great shoot. We're on the final stretch. Um, we've all gotten it's been challenging the weather has been horrendous and luckily we've managed to keep on powering through and powering through and every time we turn over with the camera we just yeah. get lucky that the weather is okay you didn't tell me you're hardly <laughs> surprised about the weather element are you? but it's played up well it's been um, it's been it's a big movie and we're very fortunate that we've got some at the top with uh with Mark and the rest of the producers and uh, with Todd, who is one of the loveliest men you can uh, ever encounter and who's really passionate about the story. But under with him as well, he's got a, his John, production designer is John Beard, who's got a wealth of experience. And what is really a, a coup as well, we have John Matheson is the DOP, the uh, director of photography, who uh, he also would be best known here for, for shooting Gladiator. So, so he's the one who's going to make Ireland and Clare really pop you know and we have these kind of outstanding locations so um so yeah so hopefully everyone will be really proud of the work we've uh we've done in these kind of couple of weeks it's been amazing you know even just the local you know casting with david kennedy finding the extras has been amazing you know we've shot over i think we've had 2800 extras in this movie 
um, since we started in, in October. Um, something like 89 cast. I mean, it's a massive, massive production. You know, in Belgium, of course, you know, um, doubled for Germany um, through three decades. It was 1914, excuse me, um, uh, 1932, 1943. So we've gone through three different decades. We've even shot, you know, in Belgium for for Harlem in the 20s, you know. Um, So it's been an incredible feat and and not a lot lot of time to put it together. But, you know, it's all it's all been amazing. And I have to say, I think we're going to end up with something very special um, when we finish this movie. And I guess from what you're both saying, it's very, very positive and effusive. And I guess one big successful production in the region begets another one where it'll get around the industry at, you know, the good locations, good crew base here that are talented and perhaps it'll be a domino effect. And when they see a film of this size can be made here and turn out successfully, we may see more in the future, or at least that would be the hope anyway. That's the big hope, and 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 actually, even having having Godspy here is is indicative of actually that process already begun. As a as a location manager, I've actually been involved in um in most of the projects that have been in the West um for the last few years. We've had uh, another great location manager, uh, Sean Burke, uh, did Smother, uh, Come with Horses, um, and there's a a new production coming up in uh, in East Clare in March as well. Uh, I was location manager on Hidden Assets. That's returning, uh, which we shot in Limerick and Clare a year and a half ago. That's returning for season two. Um, there's an, a brilliant movie that was shot around the burn uh, last spring called Woken. That's due to come out. There's been opening sequences up in the Cliffs of Mower for a big TV show called Damsel. We did a big helicopter and uh, and boat um, uh, sequence that... Uh, that was shot in September. So that was for a big Netflix job as well. So there's there's a lot of people looking and focusing on the West. They're starting to realize that again, we've the industry has been traditionally uh based in the East, but so you have logistical issues where you don't have your service providers that are, you know, you just ring at the you know, they're almost in speed, you know, to ring in the East. And a lot of local companies are now starting to fill those gaps. So, you know, we've got a, a wonderful company called Party Time based out of Newcastle West, and they help us with our marquees, our logistics, uh, they supply us drivers, um, they uh, generate us. So all these, all of our local suppliers, they're, they're a huge part in uh, in uh, in getting this industry up and running. So so kind of the ball is rolling, and we're kind of hoping to keep up momentum and uh, and just bit by bit that, uh, that it all keeps adding up. Well, we're very much looking forward to seeing the finished product on the big screen. When can we expect to see God Spy hit the big screens? You know what I think, Alan? I think we're going to finish it late August uh, in terms of post VFX and so on. Um, I would have thought probably early 24. Okay. Yeah. We'll... And it'll probably do festivals. It'll do a festival run and then you'll see it in the cinemas uh, early 24, I would have thought. Right, well, we're all very much looking forward to uh, spotting O'Brien's Bridge and uh, the River Shannon and Kinturk and other locations like that. Uh, gents, thank you very much for your time. Uh, Marcus Sullivan, uh, producer of God Spy and head of locations, uh, Sean Flynn. Thanks very much for joining us on Morning Focus. Thanks, thank Alan. You, thank you very much, Alan. Nice to talk to you.